You may know that it's custom to not put baby Jesus in the crush until Christmas, right? Throughout Advent or to, to have the crush there without the infant and then Christmas comes, put, the, put Jesus in the manger. It was um, yesterday before the first mass, 30 minutes before someone came into the soccer team and says, Father Mark, we can't find baby Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, just like five, 10 minutes to spare, he was located and he's safely there in the crash. Four things on my mind this morning. Our reluctance to ask for help, being distressed, being tethered, and a Christmas question. So first, our reluctance to ask for help. I was listening to a podcast the other week and a psychologist was, was on there and he was mentioning that seemingly overnight with a snap of the finger, we don't ask our neighbor for a cup of sugar anymore. And we just click a button and have it delivered via Amazon Prime. We don't ask anybody to take us to the airport anymore. We just click a button and have Uber or Lyft take us. We, we, we think we're, we're increasingly, so modern man is increasingly thinking themselves, himself, herself as a burden those of you that are here, frequent here um, more often, they, you know that the last couple of weeks we've had issues with the power. You know, ComEd's been out with working on our line. In fact, the last two weekends, we've had a number of liturgies without, without power, no lights, no microphone. We have candles to, just to be able to, to, to see. So as we're approaching Christmas here, like I'm just praying, Lord, don't let the power, the line go out again. But the first week, two weeks ago now, it was right before the Saturday evening mass and Saturday confessions, I realized that I had to print off a couple pages of the notes for my homily. And a thought popped in my head, well, like, I don't, the, there's no power. I can't use the printer here. So I was like, well, I'll just ask the neighbor right next to the, rec, to the rectory. And as soon as the thought popped in my head to ask them if I could borrow and use their printer for print off two measly papers, I was like, no, no, I, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to be a bother and on a Saturday afternoon. So right away, I'm like, I'm Googling where's the staples at to print two pages. I'm, I'm Googling, like, does, does Walgreens do print jobs? And how far away is Walgreens? Do I have enough time to make it back? I was reluctant to ask for help. I don't want to be a burden. And this psychologist mentions that the fact that the, like modern man's movement towards this increasingly so is like stems from like our, the, our to be self-autonomous like that's this like I'm good I don't I don't need help I'm fine and he goes on to say how, how mentioning how that's dangerous for for a person and also it's dangerous for society when we live in that mindset and it's also the opposite mindset for us to have as we celebrate what we celebrate here today on Christmas which brings me to being, distra being distressed. Because you know when no one is reluctant to ask for help? When you need it. Like when you really need help. When you're in distress, when you're, to the point like when your life is at stake, when, you're, when, when someone's drowning, they're not, they're not reluctant to ask for help. It's like somebody help me. Save me. See, in order for us to receive 
the Christmas message, of what we're here today celebrating. In order to receive the Christmas message, we've, we've got to recognize the, dis, the distress of our humanity. And every one of us here this morning, here on Christmas, like we, we've got different parts in our hearts that are distressed this morning. But if we're really to pause and to really take a, take a close and honest look within, what every single one of us will notice is the, is the state of tension that we're in within. That there, there's, a, there's a tug of war within. We're divided within. Maybe no other place is better described in the Bible than when St. Paul is writing to the Romans and he's in the seventh chapter towards the end when he's describing these things. All the things that I wanna do that I know are good, I end up not doing. And all the things that I know are bad, that I, that I don't wanna do, I end up doing. I'm messing up my life, he says, miserable one that I am. Everything I've tried, nothing's helping. Who will deliver me from this state, he says. Who can I cry out to help for? And notice, notice, he doesn't say what will deliver me from this state. Because the answer to the problem that's inside you and the answer to the problem that's inside me is not a what. It's not a book, it's not a pill, it's not a seminar, it's not a conference. The answer to the problem that's inside you and inside me is a who. It's a person, it's Jesus, it's why he came. Which brings me to being tethered. Some of you remember, it was, I think it was four years ago now, it was um, a, a soccer team of 12 boys were exploring a cave in northern Thailand. And as they were exploring the cave, they got two and a half miles into the, into the cave. This made national news all over the place. And as they were two and a half miles into the cave, flash flooding occurred, which trapped the 12 boys deep within inside the cave. And nobody knew where they were at. There was a frantic search for them. And after finally nine days, a pair of British divers found the 12 boys along with their coach huddled up on the edge of a cliff inside the cave, pitch black, running out of oxygen, cold. And after approaching three weeks, they're just they're trying to find out how to rescue the boys to get them out. And nations came out, armies from around the world came. Elon Musk sent a team to try to develop a, a, a pod to try to get these boys out of there. They were at a loss. They thought, well, we'll somehow, like, we'll take the boys, we'll, we'll lead them out, but then they, were, they would freak out. They, they, would, they would get in a panic attack with the, the, with the tiny crevices that they had to get to or sometimes completely being submerged in the water. So the plan that finally they came up with was a Navy SEAL would come in and each of the boys, they sedated the boys. They sedated the boys and a Navy SEAL tethered one of the boys. Each of the boys got tethered to a Navy SEAL and they pulled them out for two and a half miles, took hours for each one, and the, there was no way out of that cave for those boys. They needed someone from the outside to come in and get them, to save them, to rescue them. The Christmas message here with Paul 
writing to Titus, we heard in our second reading, he says, when the kindness and generous love of God our Savior appeared, he's describing this day when God appeared, was born in the major, when he took on a flesh, when God our Savior appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his mercy. The God who made the universe, who created everything, took on flesh, was born in a major so as to free you and me, to liberate us, to bring us out of the darkness, the, the, the cave of darkness, the cave of loneliness, the cave of dysfunction, the cave of, the cave of sin. And it's like, he, he just extends the rope. And in many ways, it's like, you don't even have to grab onto the rope He's saying, just let me tether you to myself. Let me throw an oxygen, oxygen tank on you and lead you out. But we have to respond. We have to, we have to assent to it. We have to surrender to him. Which brings me lastly to a Christmas question for all of us. The Christmas question is simply this. Am I tethered to him? Have I allowed him to tether me to himself? Because he does not force it. He is a perfect gentleman. He will not force himself. But he is the only way out of the darkness. He's the only way out of the darkness of sin, of dysfunction, of loneliness, he's the only way home. There is no other way. And so maybe especially for those of us here who feel as if we're up, huddled up on the edge of a cliff inside a cave that's two and a half miles in, that's growing dark, that's cold, that I'm running out of oxygen, maybe especially for us, but all of us at the moment of silence in this liturgy or when we come up and receive the Eucharist or when we come up and receive a blessing, I'd ask to allow yourself to recognize the distress of your humanity. Do you feel it? Can you sense it? to recognize the distress of your humanity, and then when you do, do not be reluctant to ask for help. To ask the one who came to help. It's why he came, because he loves. He loves you, you're loved. It's why he was born in a manger, in a low spot, God became that low for you, for me. Will you allow yourself to get that low right now, to become that low so as to receive him, to allow him to tether you, to put the oxygen tank on, and to drag you out, out of the cave? It's why he came. Merry Christmas.